Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. We talk about all things social audio, and today I have a special guest, a king of video, someone who's been slaying it in the video world, both on YouTube uh, and, and different platforms on Instagram, and also starting to kill it here on Clubhouse, becoming one of the next social audio influencers. And I can say this, he's a proud member of the Latinx community and does a lot for the Latinx community. And he is an awesome podcaster, a world-famous, world-class public speaker, and I'm blessed to say my friend, Mr. Carlos Iqueria. How are you, Carlos? <laughs> my brother Alexander. Oh, man. God bless you, my friend. God bless. I'm blessed to be here. Shout out to you and every beautiful soul in this room. You know, as yeah. I always love to say, you have to live as if you have one less day not one more. And I'm honored to be here. It's, uh, you know, not super inspirational today. As I, I, you know, I lost my uncle, man, uh, this past couple of days. And my other uncle is in critical conditions in the ER. But, you know, and they always tell me, whenever you don't feel like doing something, like my daughter always say, that's when we do it. And, yes, you brother. know, and, and I'm honored to be here because this is how we have life. Things like that will happen. Your loved ones, they will go unexpectedly. You're going to have, uh, you know, I've been booked this entire week to speak in so many places and I don't cancel not even one of them because I know that if they will be alive I know exactly what they will say get it going son just get it going because somebody out there needed to hear what you're about to say and uh, and um, I'm just honored to be here my friend it's a blessing being around others they are here helping people every moderator in this room and uh, it's gonna we're gonna have a great time and I'm looking forward Yes, dude, I'm looking forward to it too. Now, we're gonna, the conversation that we're going to be talking about is specifically around social audio, but also because we did a really cool podcast together, and I had a lot of fun, and we did a little like video versus audio. Now, we understand that, first off, there's <laughs> audio in video, so you know they do go hand in hand, um, but we want to kind of talk about this revolution of social audio and then bring it into how you have really built what you've built over the years using video and what it is that you're doing now on social audio, like applications like Clubhouse to kind of take things to the next level. So let's go back, let's rewind. Now you are from Brazil, correct, Carlos? Yes. Brasileño, hey. And you came over here to America. How old were you when you got here? I came here when I was 18 years old, my friend. 18 years old. Now, were you an entrepreneur back in Brazil as a young man kind of going, or how did you get on the path that you've now gone on getting on stages with Tony Robbins, with some of the biggest names, Les Brown, et cetera, around the world? What's that path look like? You're 18 years old in America. What happened? So <laughs> it makes me go back in time here. And I made a lot of promises Alexander, to some of my friends uh, that died and they were murdered in Brazil, I had to sell bread when I was seven years old to help my widow mother 
you know, we came from a lot of, uh, a lot of disgrace and poverty and things that have been done to my mom, myself, and my family. My father died in a very horrible car explosion when I was a baby. And my stepfather was murdered, you know, and I was physically abused and tortured. And I always tell people when I'm traveling and I'm speaking, you know, for companies and talking to CEOs and helping their sales teams, it's like, so tell me about your problems again. <laughs> and I tell them, he's like, please don't call your mom, Carlos. Like, you know it. I'm about to call a viuva negra, the black widow. That's what they call my mom. My mom and I, instead of crying, we used to laugh because whenever somebody's trying to bully you or trying to diminish you or try to act like they are better than you, my mom and I always say, it's better to laugh instead of crying. So we left our way out of the hood. We left our way out of the abuse. We left our way out of poverty. And we just prayed and we burned our boats. Just like Hernan Cortes did back in 1519, we burned our goddamn boats and we didn't look back. Because if you are in hell, my friend, I know the feeling. I've been there. There's only one way and that's forward. And that's why I ride my bicycle that I sold bread into the stages. That's why I ride my bicycle to show others and to bring the life and the stories into the stages, into the videos, because our brands, our stories, our products and services, they live and die based upon the stories that we tell and how we tell it. And I sold bread from age 17 to 18 every single day, making 50 cents a day with a dream to leave the hood, to give my mom a better life and to fulfill a promise that I made my friends that sold bread alongside me, that whoever leaves the hood, we are gonna make a difference. We are gonna make an impact. We are gonna learn different languages. We're gonna help others around the world and we are gonna come back. And we are gonna never gonna forget where we came from. We're never gonna let money, fame, power, nothing change us, nothing getting in front of us because we're not gonna take nothing with us. It's all how we treat others. Oh man, you just got me going back, bro. <laughs> I'm like, it's been such an emotional week. It's like, and I'm going back here as I'm talking and I'm reflecting, you know, but you know, so I had that spirit in me, Alexander, that I had that spirit to, that I was gonna leave the hood no matter what. You guys know the feeling whenever you say you're gonna do something and I just work and work and work when I didn't feel like going and doing. And I learned how to sell because sales and marketing is your twin tickets to freedom. I'll tell you guys a story, which whenever you guys are talking and you have a chance to speak, you always, you want to bring them. The magician greatest uh, tool is a prop. So when you are speaking on a stage, on a video, you want to use props. Your conversions will increase. You're going to get more views. You're going to get more people to engage with you. So always use a prop, and that's why I rode. Imagine a 6'5", 350-pound Brazilian gorilla. Tony Robbins calls me the Latino Tony Robbins. My wife tells him, no, 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 no. You are the Brazilian Carlos. I say, I like that better. <laughs> you know. And I rode on a pink bicycle for a little girl into one of the Oscars events. During Oscars weekend, there's several Oscars events happening in Los Angeles. And I happened to have the honor to fulfill a dream and to do a keynote for a bunch of celebrities and CEOs in Los Angeles. And I was like, how can I do something that I never been done before that will scare the crap out of me? <laughs> that it will separate me from the pack and differentiate me as a speaker and as a person for that event. So then I was having dinner the night before with a billionaire friend of mine, Alex Stern, the founder of Constant Contact. And I, I was telling him, I always wanted to ride a bicycle into the stage to talk about my stories of selling bread and, and to talk about this framework that I'm going to teach you guys here. And then he's like, why don't we go and buy a bicycle? And I said, we're going to buy what kind of bicycle? He said, Carlos, because you're so big, it has to be totally opposite. And I, he's like, why don't you go buy a pink little girl's bicycle? I'm like, oh, hell no. Who here ever has that thing? You know, you know that you got to do the videos and the blogs and the audios, but we don't do it. You know that you have to ask for the sale, but you don't do it. So then I was like, okay, Alec, screw it. Let's go. Then <laughs> one of my friends, he, he's also crazy. He wants to jump out of airspace. They the, do the longest, tallest jump out of space in an astronaut suit. <laughs> That's another crazy story. 
Then he goes, okay, Carlos, let's go to Walmart. Like, let's go. So then we hop on an Uber and we go to Walmart to buy this bicycle. And then I bought this pink bicycle to ride into the event. Because when you go to those Oscars events, you guys know it. They all come to the back on the stage. Somebody hold their hand. All this gala and all these this things. You know, it's all about money and fame. And I was like, I'm going to speak some life. I'm going to take them to church here today. Because some of these people, it's all about money and fame. And we don't take shit because of the fame. It's how we treat people, ladies and gentlemen. That's all they're going to remember. They will forget about our frameworks. But they will never forget how we make them feel. So then. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, if anybody comes from the behind the curtain, be, from the backstage with people holding on to their hands, I'm going to come from the front of the building. I'm with you guys. I'm with the people. I'm the people's champ. I want to see you guys winning. I separate myself from every expectation. I'm all about serving. I want to see you guys growing and making some money this week. So that's why I'm teaching you guys those strategies because I want you guys to think about this and I want to challenge your thinking to rewire some of the stuff that people teach out there because they don't work. Traditional marketing strategies, they no longer work. You have to know how to create a lure. You have to understand how to break a pattern. You have to understand how to stop them from scrolling. And so that when they are thinking about the dinner table and thinking about their problems, you want them to think about you. You want to learn how to become a category of one. So that when they think about the problems that you solve, you are the name that comes to their mind. So then, now picture this. <laughs> Six, five, 300 pounds on a pink bicycle with a sombrero in my head. And I bought a bunch of bread and I tied the bread in the bicycle. <laughs> That's on my Instagram, some of those videos. You guys can look it up on Carlos Inspire. Everything that I talk about, I document. As you guys know, too many people talk about stuff. Everything that I talk about is documented. That's press releases. That people that interviews me all the time. So you know, one thing that I hate is lies and people BSing. I'm all about integrity. You know, I was raised by my grandpa military. If I lied, I have to be on my knees, on the corn. You know the corn that you feed chicken? Yeah, he'll put me on my knees on the corn, <laughs> on the backyard in Brazil, 110 degrees. It's not fun. So I learned how to not to do nothing wrong, not to cut corners, because eventually people figured it out. All right, back to it, Carlos. Stay, stay in it. So now <laughs> I'm in this bicycle, and I was like, oh, shit. And I'm about to roll up into the building from the front of the building. <laughs> and it's going to be crazy, because now they are calling, what is Carlos Cicada? And the, the, the people are announcing, and everybody's expecting you to come from the back on the stage. So I'm coming from the front of the building, some crazy music playing, and I'm going on this bicycle into the building. It was like a dream come through because uh, my, as my grandma passed away, I, I remember making her that promise. One day, grandma, I will leave the hood. One day, grandma, you watch. We're going to speak life into others around the world, and we're going to do it. We're going to help people just as my father helped those kids before he passed away. And I will finish this story about my father towards the end of this conversation. They will come all together. But guess what I just did here today, right now? I built the suspense. I told you guys about the bicycle. I told you guys about my father and what he did for children in Brazil. That's very meaningful and very powerful. So I left you guys hanging. I built the suspense. And you guys want to think about your brand. When you think about when you're doing videos and podcasts and audio shows, are you leaving your clients hanging? Are you adding them so much value and having them hanging, coming for more? They want to hear more from you. They want to follow you. They want to buy your books. They want to buy your courses. They want to come to your events. You want to look at yourself as if you are Netflix, as if you are HBO. It's no longer a celebrity. Every single person here is a celebrity. Every single one of you is a star. None of you over here are broken. There is nothing to fix. If you are experiencing hate right now, you only know hate because you once came from love. And that's why we only know love, because we once experienced hate. So you wanted to start thinking about this, ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing that no one else does in your industry? You got to ask yourself, what can I do today that my competitors won't do, can't do, and will not think of doing? 
And you want to ask that question every single day. How can I put myself out of business? And you start thinking about how can you bring your props to the stage as I bought the bicycle to the stage, totally broke the entire pattern of the event to get people like Wesley Snipes and Colin Farrow and other speakers that were there, Les Brown and many others, like, what the heck is going on? Who the heck is this person? Nobody knew me at that building. Same thing with you guys. They don't know you, right? So guess what? Whenever you come into a stage over here, you might see some big timers on the stage that show up from time to time. Some of my friends that I have the honor to speak in the stages with, like Les Brown and Sheldon Lecter and Grant Cardone and all those amazing people, whether you like them or not. But guess what? The unknown person in the room has the greatest leverage because they don't know your story. They don't know how hungry you are. So when you are in a building, you have to go after Tony freaking Robbins. Hey, the pressure is on them. The pressure is on the big timers. They don't know our stories. They don't know where we come from. They don't know the promises that we have made. Carlos, that's home. so good. I love it. <laughs> hey, right now, dude, you know what's funny is you can take the public speaker off the stage, but you can't keep the stage from under the public speaker's feet. Because you, you just dropped a little TED talk, brother. I appreciate that. And I love what you're saying here specifically about this, right? We all have a story to tell. And sometimes this really does elude. And this happens for both video and social audio to bring it all together. We know that you have the story of, the young man coming from the hood, you came here to America at the age of 18, you sold bread as a young man, promising that if you made it out of the hood, you would, and now here you are on stage with Tony Robbins, here you are, um, you know, owning land in Brazil, building success, living in California for yourself, and you just dropped an incredible gem. Don't look left and right, don't compare yourself to others, because even if no one knows your name, what matters most is that many don't know your story. And when you have that opportunity to share your story with people in a way that impacts them, now here is where video and social audio is used as more than just uh, um, uh, you know, post your family's life. Now it's a tool for marketing. Now it's a tool for developing your brand. Now it's a tool for taking you to the next level. So talk to me about YouTube. Uh, now, YouTube, you have a funny relationship with because you had a huge account with millions and millions of views, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers, and YouTube took it away from you, closed it down, <laughs> boom, uh, uh, subscribers, I should say, not followers. And I know that's difficult, but you're rebuilding, you're doing it all again. You didn't let it stop you. How has video and now social audio come into your life? How are you standing out where you don't have a pink bike to ride on stage and stand out. What are you doing on video and social audio to help you stand out? <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> don't get me started with those bastards. <laughs> so let me tell you guys the importance of being everywhere on social media. Like when I was, you know, doing my podcast, I have this habit of streaming the video portion of the podcast everywhere, not just on YouTube, but also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Periscope, Twitter, everywhere, Twitch, every single streaming place. And because you want it to be everywhere. It's almost like something was telling me that if something ever happens to YouTube, because I'm, I'm old school, I'm from the MySpace days. Who here remember MySpace? You know, I used to promote events in the East Coast. So I was always did video because video is the greatest way to showcase. Like, you know, an event to showcase an experience. Like I tell people, yeah, you know, like Alexander could come over here and read my resume. It doesn't mean nothing. The things that I've done in the past, I've done some cool stuff. But the question is, what is in it for you? If you are so great, show me, don't tell me. You want to demonstrate others your skill set. You want to show them in real time with real people doing the real thing, overcoming objections and giving them so much value that they will always come back for more. That's what it comes down to. It's not a resume and who do we, what are the things that we've done and all this stuff. It's what is, we, what is in it for every single person in this room. So what I've done, I used to, I, I make sure that I was streaming video content in, when I did my, my show. And as I do today, I have everywhere. I stream every single social media because exactly what happened to me a few months ago on YouTube. As you guys know, we've been going through a little, you know, disunited. States of America, as I call lately, because they're trying to separate everybody. 
I come from poverty and from violence. I see plenty of that. And I hate violence because, you know, an eye for an eye can only do one thing, and that's to make the entire world blind. So what I did, I started interviewing people on my show from both sides of the coin. So I could hear their sides. And since you know, I learned a few things from Tony Robbins about strategic intervention and, and how to overcome suicide and, and problems like that, that I mentored many people for free in my lifetime to uh, attempt to save my wife's life due to a disorder that my daughter was born with. But I'll leave that story for another day, actually talk about that in my book called Work Like an Immigrant. Guess what I just did here? Another teaching moment. Tell you guys about a story, a teaching moment. I just plugged something subconsciously here by telling you guys a story. Just I want you guys to pay attention. When I do things, I, I pause and I explain it. Guess what I just did here? Because I want you guys to think about it. If you have a book, as you're telling your stories, as you plug in something, you want to think about those elements. But my point is, you want, I was on YouTube interviewing people from different backgrounds. Let's say if I will bring a Democrat and a Republican, a gay person and a non-gay person, a you know, a Muslim and a Christian. So I want to hear, why did you guys hate each other? What is the big deal? Because when I grew up back in the 80s and the 90s, we will go vote for whoever we vote for. And after, we came together to La Plaza and hang out. We came to the bars. We came to, you know, and we had a great time. We didn't hate each other. We didn't kill each other. We didn't stop talking. And nowadays, we have all this bullshit. So YouTube was like, no, no, no. This is, is, this, is doing, this is going too good, too well. You're bringing people together, and it's not going to play. You know, I interviewed a friend of mine. He wrote a song for Trump called MAGA. You guys probably heard that song. It went viral on social media like M-A-G-A. And then he had a huge beef. The LGBT was very angry at him because he said, how can you write a song for Trump? You're going to make our people confused. So since when, if you are gay, you cannot vote for Trump? Like, who invented this shit? And I wanted to debunk that stuff. I like to, you know, get myself into shit. That fires me up, you know. So shit like that, guys. So YouTube, you know, a communist social media platform, in my opinion. You know, they're going against the amendments. But that's another story. I don't like politics and refuse to be involved. But they deplatformed me there. So I was like, okay, suckers, I got back up. I got about 30,000 on, on, on Instagram, 20,000 on LinkedIn. I got a, bunch, a whole bunch on Apple Podcasts. I am a five-star there, hundreds of reviews, my show called Carlos Inspire Show. Dot com. You know, great plug. I, I interviewed our, the greatest Alexander the Great Gonzalez. His show is actually going to be released today. Right after I'm done here with you guys today, I'm going to release the episode with Alexander and I. You guys will be able to listen. Phenomenal. He dropped so many gems. We have an amazing time about this topic, video and audio. How can you do what else can you do that's different you don't want to be depending just on one platform what if it what happens to clubhouse you know it happens over here at clubhouse what if that would happen to you let's say if you're spending most of your time here which you know is an amazing platform to spend a lot of your time because the algorithm is right up it's a great place that you can connect because it's something about your voice some of you can hear me my passion that i want you to grow I want you to burn your boat. I want you to get in, get in the game and go for that no and, and transform your life and achieve your dreams because that is greatness in every single one of us here. But I also want you to make sure that you are taking the audience from here into your world, whether you are taking them to your site, you know, to a place that you're adding them value, that you're collecting their emails, you're collecting them phone numbers. But I also want you to think about where are we going as technologists? We need to pay attention to the titans. Look what Facebook is doing and Microsoft and TikTok and Spotify. Spotify right now, they win the battle of audio. If you look at the audio consumption in podcasts, guess who's winning the game? They're smoking every single competitor. They're smoking Amazon. They're smoking Google Music. They're smoking every Apple. Number one, they took off out of, you know. So you guys have to pay attention. Who is winning? in those elements so that you know where to put, spend your time and making sure that you have a presence in those platforms. Like my show has a very great presence on Apple Podcasts. My show has a great presence on Spotify. You want to make sure that you are, have a presence in multiple places so that if one place goes down, 
you are ahead of the trend. You also want to think about the future AI, how this web 3.0 and AI plays a role in social media and where we are going. So you want to start thinking about places like creating and building your own show, your own app. Start with the end in mind. Where are we going? What is that thing that's going to fire you up? Like, you know, I want to have an island. I want to have, you know, I always want to have my own TV show. I always want to have an island. I always want to have great things so that I can help others and, and uh, feed others. And that's what I do now with my lands in Brazil. I, I have a land that the Amazon River crosses my land. And I take, I build a lot of food and I take the food for the people they are not eating right now because of COVID and because people are not working. But it, see, at the end of the day, what is those things that you are doing that you are not posting on social media that's between you and God? Whenever I get a call from a celebrity friend that want to kill themselves because, you know, the Hollywoods was shut down last year and they haven't won an Oscar in God knows when. I tell them, are you kidding me? You have all this money, all this fame, all these followers. Let's just go to the barrio. The next time I'm in LA, I'm going to call you. Let's go to East LA. Let's go to Compton. You put a little hat and a sunglass. At least I don't have that problem. You know, be careful what you wish for. And let's go over there. Let's go, you know, take $1,000, break into $20, $50 bills. And let's go, you know, give people to some strangers. Let's go feel somebody's care, uh, pain. Let's go by the supermarkets over here in the barrio in East LA and give somebody in the supermarket a woman selling tamales with her kids. Let's go. As we are. And so I, I will do that. I will take them down there with me. And, and, and so I would mentor them as, that we, as we contribute because life is about contribution, not acquisition. But at the end of the day, what are we doing above and beyond the tax bracket? What are we doing that we are not posting on social media? How much are we donating above and beyond the tax bracket? My mission, ladies and gentlemen, is to make poverty history. It's a very, very audacious mission. I'm going against the devil. They don't like that. That's why they shut me down on YouTube. And that's why I'm challenging every single person here to get creative, to making sure that you are thinking about this. This is very, very important that you are, worst case scenario, collecting their emails. That's a must, that you are getting their cell phone numbers. And if you really, really want to embrace this Web 3.0 and AI and social and video and this audio and video revolution, you want to start thinking about having your own app in a way that is interactive, in a way that is gamifiable, in a way that you are doing things that nobody else is doing. So you are preparing for this new era that we are stepping into. That you are starting with the end in mind. You really want to think about this. What is that you want? You want a, a, you want a land? You want an island? You want an airplane? You want your own TV show? You want to start doing events for 30 to 50 people where they pay you 30 grand and they come and hang out with you three times a year? Whether you want to call it a mastermind, intensive boutique event. What is that you want? So why not, whatever that is, why not start from there? Because every, everything else is a waste of time. Uh, Carlos, I love that so much, dude. And it's actually something that we coach a lot. And yesterday on, on, on a Breakfast of Champions, Amelia and Brielle actually had a segment where they talked, they did this a little bit, and they brought it back a little bit this morning as well. And it's the concept of reverse engineering. Figure out where it is that you want to go and then figure out what it's necessary to get there and now work backwards. Now, you know, I want an island, right? Now let's figure out, okay, this island is going to cost, I'm just going to make an easy number, $1 million. So I know that I need a million dollars in order to get an island. And so kind of what they were saying is, so then let's divide that by how many days there are in a year. And we know that we need about $2,740 a day in order to get to that 1 million, right? So if you do, if you divide the million by the, the 365, so reverse engineering what it is that you need to do and then doing the things necessary to get there. So you've done that. You knew what you wanted. You know that you wanted an island. Before it started when you were seven where you knew a, you wanted to get out of the hood, and B, after you got out of the hood, you wanted to make an impact and help those that were in the hood. So now you've gotten to a place that you can do that, right? Now you're in a place where you have land in Brazil, you feed people that are hungry in Brazil, you've created a successful business here in the United States, and it started actually by creating a sales force of Latinos in California, selling door-to-door -door cable, et cetera. You've got all these... Um, skill sets from that. 
and now you transfer them to video and social audio. So for the audience member that's thinking, okay, I've overcome to become, I'm here, I've done all these things, how do I translate that into video? How do I translate that into social audio, into Clubhouse? What are some very specific tips that maybe you can give um, to someone who's like, hey, I want to get started on LinkedIn. I want to get started on YouTube. I want to get have a presence on Spotify and share my story. What are the steps that they should do to start? Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a ninja tip. This is one out of 23 multi-million dollar strategies that I, I'm hired to speak and masterminds around the world in private events where CEOs come together. They hire me to come in and speak and sometimes even to assist them in selling high ticket, which I am happens to be very good at selling because sales and marketing, they are your twin tickets to freedom. And I have a nice little record of over a billion dollars in sales of products and services over the years. So I want to give you guys a very, very powerful tip that you're going to use this tip to help you create video and content to put it out there so that you can shrink the sales cycle from decades to years and from years to months. So write it down, ladies and gentlemen, because writing is the doing part of thinking. And here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to reach out to the last three clients that you helped this past month or this past six months or this past year based upon on how you're doing when it comes to acquiring clients. And if you, if you, if you are literally brand new and if you don't have any clients yet, but if you help others overcome a problem, if you know how to solve something, your superpowers better than anybody else out there with your eyes closed and you help others, let's say, you know, you were hired or you were asked to come and speak on Clubhouse or you were asked to speak at your local Toastmasters or at your local chamber of commerce, whatever that thing is that you wanted to do, whether it's a speaker, a coach, one of your coaching clients, you're going to reach out to them, to whoever hired you or asked you to do something that you love to do. And you're going to ask them this very powerful question. And the question is, where in the heart of hearts did you decided emotionally and financially to hire me as your mentor, as your coach, as your consultant, as your producer, as your speaker, as your health coach, whatever is that thing, the profession, as your content creator, as your designer, whatever is your profession. One more time, the question is where in the heart of hearts did you decide emotionally and financially to hire me as your coach? Whatever comes out of their mouth, I want you to take word by word, letter by letter, sound by sound, baby. Because that's going to be a very important data. I'm all about data, data mining. That's how companies, they get to billion plus dollar valuations. Because they collect data from the clients. They are coming in. And we are pinpointing the data exactly to the moment. I want to give you guys an example. Every time I am hired to speak and a corporation pays me $30,000 or $50,000 for an hour of my time to come in and speak for them, and whether it's to do a keynote at the annual event or to come in and teach their sales force, I go to the decision maker, to the person that hired me, and I say, I'm doing a branding service. And you're going to repeat exactly what, I am, what I'm telling you right now. And I tell them, I'm doing a branding service for my company to help me grow even faster. And I want you to be very, very honest and really think about this for a second before you answer this question. Think about, I want you to pinpoint it to me to the exact millisecond, to the minute, to the top of the hour, whatever that time. What is there you saw in me? Where, when did I had you a hello? Where would I was holding on my hand? When did you decide it in the heart of hearts financially and emotionally to say that I need to hire Carlos to come in and speak for my company. I need to hire Carlos to come in and coach myself and my team to help us grow our business. I want you to pinpoint that, ladies and gentlemen, because if you were able to pinpoint the scene, the moment, I don't care if it was the, the uh, email sequence, email sequence number three, paragraph 
third or paragraph seven, second sentence. Uh, that's how laser focused I want you guys to pinpoint this. If you were on the stage, which part of the speech? If it was a podcast, which segment in the podcast? If it was a blog post, which blog post and what part of the blog post? If it was something that you were holding on on the stage, what was that? If it was a story that you were telling, which part of the story? Because now guess what? As we are collecting this data, and when we do this, forever, you always want to collect data from your clients because we are evolving very fast. And you want to keep up with AI and Web 3.0 and all the amazing things that are happening now. As things are changing constantly, you want to constantly do data mining to understand. So now that we are done with this part, now you got that data. They told you exactly, oh, Carlos, I saw you speaking at the Oscars or at this company, or you were speaking at this big event, or at this mastermind, and you were telling about the story on how when you were selling bread as a little boy, and you were like worried, and you were afraid to make the sale, and, and, and you know that you, had, you were competing against all these people, all those other kids like you selling, they wanted to sell and get the attention, just like we are now on social media, competing for their attention. And you were scared, you were afraid, but you remind yourself that you burn your boats, that you needed to get their attention or you were gonna die in the process because you almost killed yourself a few weeks prior than that. And as you were afraid, you develop the mindset that every time that you feel afraid or anxious or anxiety or insecure, you're just gonna do it. Because if you don't, you're already being rejected anyway. And then Carlos, you were a little boy, seven years old, selling the bread in the barrio, and you did something totally crazy, you start blowing a whistle like and yelling, bread, bread, I have the best bread in town, ladies and gentlemen. You eat my bread and you're gonna feel amazing. It doesn't matter what your boss or your mama say, you will bring the drama. And you capture their attention. They start laughing. They broke their pattern. Oh, look at this little fat, chubby little boy. How did you do that? Oh, the whistle? <laughs> I learned how to make sounds to deal with my depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts. So I would break my pattern as a little boy because at one point in my life, I don't want it to be here anymore. And I shared that story. And that person told me that story, what I had to do, because not only I capture, I stopped my audience from walking into the bus in the morning. I went to the barrio, to the place exactly where they needed to go to hop on a bus, to take a 30 minutes to one hour commute to work. And I know that early in the morning, some of them did forgot to have their food at home. So I put myself in the environment where my avatar was. I did something totally against my comfort zone to get their attention. And as I captured their attention, I did something else. I asked myself, how can I make this experiential? How can I create an experience? My framework is MC, M, Master Sales and Marketing, as I am demonstrating here to you guys. C, consistent, be consistent. Your competitors will quit. 90% of them will quit. You just have to go one extra day, one extra hour. You just need to know 30% more than what your competitor does to stand out. And E, educate to dominate and entertain them, which is what I'm about to, as I am doing here to you guys, I'm teaching, I'm entertaining you, and I'm sharing you guys ninja strategies that work. And as people was eating the bread, as I was a little boy selling that bread on the street, I would tell them, now that you're eating the bread and you bought my bread, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to imagine your favorite character from Disneyland. As you're eating the bread, I want you guys to close your, your eyes. I want you guys to imagine holding a bread on your hand. And as you are eating that bread, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you that I love you because love is all that is, is all that was, and is all that we will always ever be. And I, I used to make the Donald Duck sound and I create a eating bread, a simple, small, experience into an experiential moment because I knew that people were suffering. People were poor. Just like many of you guys are right now suffering and going through money problems. And I just wanted to be the person that bought a smile that gave them hope. 
the add value to them for that day. Because if I can just make one person smile today, that would make me happy. If I can help educate one person today, that will apply the strategies that I'm teaching here on the stage and change your life, that will make me incredibly happy if I don't wake up tomorrow. And I tell this story quite often. And that person tells me, my clients, they tell me exactly where they decided to hire me. That's why I love teaching this way and saying this is a teaching moment because I want you guys to think about when do you have them at hello? When are they deciding to hire new guys? Because when you gather that data from your clients, now you're able to do a short form video. And the key here is short form, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and one minute video. That's what the Titans want. Every single one of the Titans, they want short form video. And I wouldn't be surprised, short form audio is coming. I'm doing some, I'm testing some things right now. It's, it's until I test it, I don't like to talk about anything until I do it. So in the future, more on short form audio. But right now, short form video. Once you gather that data from your clients, they tell you, okay, Alexander, you are amazing. You were talking about that one story about you, brother, how you were out there in the neighborhood helping others and, 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 and adding so much value to the Latino community. And you're talking about the health, you know, thing that you drink. And I was like, well, I need to drink that stuff. And then whatever that is, because now when you're doing the videos, you're doing the short form audio, I can create a reel. I can create a short form audio and say, you know, have you ever, let's say, for example, you are a health coach and, 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 and somebody tell you where they decided to hire you as a health coach. It's a very competitive industry or you sell healthy supplements. And you're doing data mining and you ask your previous clients where they decided to hire me. Oh, you, you know, let's say they say you are sharing this story or that story because you were pissed off because the last person that you went for, health coach, didn't help you. You actually gained weight. You actually you had to buy more clothing. You were pissed off and you, you felt overweight. You didn't felt good. You didn't like to look yourself in the mirror. You felt like shit. Trust me, I can relate. <laughs> I'm 350. I'm, a little, I'm about 100 pounds overweight. So when you do the short form video, you look at the camera, pissed off, and you use this keyword, have you ever, and you make a little sound too. Because here's the thing, when you say the word, have you ever, guess what? The mind doesn't know what to do, but you listen to whatever is gonna come after. Even if you are brand new at this, and you don't think you are a speaker, or you are good at video, don't worry about it. Every single legend were new at one point. <laughs> so you're going to say that word. Write this thing down. Have you ever? And you can get creative. Have you ever? You can sing. You can make a you know, melody. You can play with these words. Have you ever? And then you say what you have to say with the data that you collected from your clients. Because now I can say, have you ever hired a personal trainer or a health coach? And instead of helping you, you actually gain more weight. You actually became fatter and you didn't like, you know, you asking that question. Now, what do you guys think the avatar, the person that you are looking for watching this shit going to think? They're going to relate to you because you gather the data exactly what the clients were telling you why they hire you. They were pissed off at something and they heard you talking about something. So, but we are being strategic here. We are not writing blogs and posting all day and speaking on Clubhouse all day. No, no, no. You're being strategic. We are pinpointing and you're speaking exactly to that point that bothers them. You're speaking to their silent Q and A's. Think about this, guys. What is the sign? When is the last time that you called your clients, your previous clients, and asked them, hey, when did, you, when did I have you a hello? What is your silent Q&As right before they hire you as whatever is that you do? Right before they buy your products if you are in e-commerce? Right before they choose you as, your, as their realtor? Right before they buy a car from you if you're a car salesman? Right before they hire you as a mindset coach or a consultant or a marketing coach or whatever is that we do? What are their silent Q&As? What is the shit right now in their mind that's bothering them? When you collect that data, ladies and gentlemen, now I'm, you guys are armed and dangerous. Because now, 
we can start doing short form videos and we can create different variations of videos, 15, 30, and 45 seconds. Since we already know that's what social media wants, we can organically post that out there in our reels, in our stories. When you see the ones that convert, now you can add one to $7 in ad if you wanted to. And you can just do daily ads. And it's, this is actually counterintuitive. You might think oh, I have to do hundreds of dollars a day. Now you can do one to $7 test, 100 different videos, and you're gonna get the data that you want because you already tested, you already put it out there on your social media. So once you see the ones that people are engaging and liking, just put some money towards them and target the exact avatar that you are looking for. See, that's no secret, guys. That's you just got to do it. You just got to get in the game. This is not hard. You can Google those things on how to run an ad, how to do this. Oh, I don't know how to do ad, Carlos. Just go to Facebook Business Manager. They even have people on Facebook to help you how to set this up for free. And Carlos, I love that. I, I love this so much, first and foremost, because we talk about content a lot on social media and we give different tips and different ways that people can create content. And very rarely, if ever, have I ever heard someone say, go pull your clients, go pull the customers, go pull the customer, the people that already said yes to you for your product or your service, find out what it is, what pain point it was that you were able to find and in turn solve the problem and then create content based on that. That is powerful, and I hope that everyone is taking notes. And I'll have to tell you, Carlos, this is the easiest interview I've ever had to do in my life. I think I've gotten two questions, and you came out with incredible <laughs> TED Talks every single time, brother. So I appreciate that you're giving us very practical tips of things that we can do. And listen, even if you don't want to do a Google ad or you don't want to do a Facebook ad or promote or boost your posts, the content that he's referring to is powerful. And doing that short form video, like he said, like we say every week, we know is king. Doing, I love how he calls them the Titans. What the Titans want, giving them what they want, creating the content around what it is that you solve in the lives of others, and then posting it. So powerful, brother. Carlos, I have 13 minutes left in this segment. Are you open to me maybe getting some Q&A from the audience or people here on stage? Yes, brother, definitely, my friend. I'm glad, you know, for me, you have to stop me because I just love adding so much value into other people and for them to apply it because it doesn't take hard. And everything that right now, guys, Facebook Reels are right open. I got over 1 million views in Facebook. So, guys, go to my facebook.com forward slash Carlos Inspire Results. And if you look in my Reels, I had over 1 million views in the last 30 days because I like to document every single thing that I talk about. And a lot of people talk out there. You know how, how we do it here, guys. We, we, we walk the talk. Don't tell me your dreams. Show it to them. And I want you guys to start using Facebook Reels. It's right open. Yes. You don't know how long it's going to be opening to you. Just do it, and you will thank me one day. And when I you do it. make some money, go ahead and give it back to your favorite yeah, cause. And, and listen, I have social media. Dude, I have so many reels. I mean, we can repurpose all the stuff, start pumping out three a day. So there's ways to really take advantage of this. That's such a great point. I want to open it up to the audience. And Carlos, I never want to stop you from talking. So that's why I, I can't stop you. You're saying such good things. Okay, so if you're here and you want to ask Carlos a question, go ahead and flash your mic at me. Um, flash your mic at me. I'm looking through the audience. And while we are... I hear somebody, but I can't see it. I don't know where it is. So go ahead and, oh, I see you, Q, 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 Q. There it is, brother. Go ahead, ask your question, and Carlos, go ahead and answer his question. We do have a hard stop at 11, uh, excuse me, at noon, where we'll pass it on to the next speaker. But go ahead, Q. Thank you, Alexander. Um, it's your man's Kwani Burks, everybody. As I always say, Carlos, amazing segment. And like Alexander said, he was just dropping it. So my my question that I want to ask you is, um, what when when you listen to somebody speak or take advice or take heed from a mentor or a speaker, what what do you need to hear from that speaker or that motivational speaker or inspire? What 
what what are some key factors from that individual that you're like, okay, this is the person that I need to tap into, that I need to stay connected with, that I can really learn from that gets it for me. What are what are some key factors? Hey, uh, uh, um, Quinny, you know, appreciate the question, my brother. One thing that I always do, Quinny, you know, I um, I pay attention. Like whenever I go to events, and I used to get hired to go to many events, and I would do like a emotional intelligence audit uh, in the audience and the speakers. So I will look from both angles. I'll look the speaker uh, performing on the stage as I am a, a stage coach and a video coach and things to that nature. And I'm also watch, watching the behavior of the audience, how they are reacting to the speaker on the stage. And then later on, we are analyzing conversions and sales and all those things. And But when I am in the audience attending a particular event and I'm watching a person on the stage, I'm, pay, I'm paying very close attention and I'm taking serious notes from that person. And I'm watching if that person is speaking from their heart or their head. Because if you are in your head, you are dead. And I'm watching if that person is using a clicker to tell their stories, which is nothing pisses me off more than using a goddamn clicker because you don't need a clicker to tell your story on a PowerPoint. You know, you just have, it's your story. You lived and you went through those things. So I'm watching to making sure that that person is speaking from the heart, from experience, that they have done it, the things that they say. And then after they are done speaking, you know, I look them up on LinkedIn, on social media, and I, I reach out to them and I, and I would make a comment, you know, hey, I saw you speaking at, you know, Tony Robbins event or at this event, or I saw you speaking at, you know, at this blah, 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 and, you know, marketing conversion, whatever events or masterminds I get called to go speak at or to, you know, attend myself. Because uh, even though I'm speaking at some of these events, I also take, you know, I'm sitting and I'm watching and I'm taking notes all the way on the back before my turn to speak. And then I reach out to them and I say incredible stuff and I will make a comment and I wouldn't try to engage with them on social media. Now watch, I'm always watching their behavior. I'm watching how they treat people whenever they get to the top. Do they change? Do they are jerk? Or they still that same person, still humble from the beginning. So I'm, I'm looking for different things. I, I like uh, the biggest thing with me is that, you know, that you are a human. At the end of the day, you don't forget what you come from. You are out there giving back. You know, you, you just, you, that you always contributing and adding value to others and causes. Those are little things that I look at and when I see somebody speaking, but they're a great question. Hey, Carlos, I have a follow-up question. My name is B. Uh, B. Jacob. So I have been watching you from afar. And um, right now I'm not a speaker, I'm not a coach. I'm just a businessman who comes to um, Clubhouse to give values and give back in the process and learning. So learning from people like you. Um, we had the opportunity to be in the same room yesterday and um, I was asked to speak. I want you to use me as a point of um, example, which uh, Kune was talking about. Uh, because um, from your interaction and the way you speak and the way you hold yourself and handle yourself and move yourself around this app, listen, I want to become a speaker. There you go. Thank you. Hey, B. Love you, brother. And I appreciate you. Now, you always show up, always, you know, um, complimenting. And uh, I love you, brother, for everything that you do. And, you know, it's just like, you know, like and you, you are doing it, my friend. You know, you are here on Clubhouse and every day like you and I had a few conversations, continue doing what you're doing, put yourself out there, apply some of those strategies, right, that we've been talking about over here, reaching out to people that hired you to speak here on Clubhouse or your local. One thing that I want you guys to remember, guys, is home court advantage. In your own backyard right now, you have home court advantage that you can go talk to local businesses and tell them about what you do. You can actually find a client today just by getting in, going around your town and start talking to others. The problem is with most people, we get so caught up, you know, thinking that we got to go post all day and do blogs all day and do videos and audios all day. And we forget about uh, in our own town, in our own home, our home backyard, uh, court advantage, as I like to call it. We can go and talk to local business owners about the things that we do and how much value we can add to them. You know, and even if you are starting, tell them, name a price. I like to call the name a price campaign. You know, have them throw a number at you. As long as they're not disrespecting you <laughs> with that number, then you go and you take them in as a client. You know, I want you guys just to, to keep it simple, you know, but, um, yeah, no, great. I appreciate the, the comment. No, and I love this. I love it. If anybody else has other questions, uh, uh, I love doing Q&As. Yeah, so flash your mics. If you guys have any questions for Carlos, go ahead and flash your mics, whether it's about social media, social audio, a video, 
or public speaking. He is an expert in all areas. Jason, I see you flashing your mic, brother. Go ahead, Jason Cross. Go ahead and ask, ask your question. Sure. Um, yeah, so when you're, you know, either personally or advising um, others on, you know, which platforms to focus on, um, do you typically recommend, like, everyone focuses on, you know, one outlet at a time and then grow that and build another audience from there or, you know, manage all of them simultaneously. What's your uh, preferred approach on that strategy? Hey, Jason, I appreciate the question, brother. Uh, yes, one thing that I always say is you want to be like a postage stamp. You want to focus on one thing and don't stop until you get to the end result and uh, no more than two things. So right now I will pick one audio platform, which is Clubhouse right now, it is the Titan, is the monster, is the king, and then pick one more that where your uh, audience is going to be. Let's say, for example, if I look at your bio, the first line uh, that caught my attention, I am an investor myself, a uh, venture partner, you know, founder, focus on VC partner with Boston Harbor Angels. I love Boston. I used to sell cable and train gangsters out of Jamaica plant in the Lenox back in the day. And I would train gangsters and convert them into civilians, show them how to sell cable door to door. Back when the cable first came out, back when the internet used to be on the dial up on a CD and the modem first came out, the 1.0. And I would go to the projects, asking person about, check out this little modem. Like, what am I going to pay $3 rental for this thing? Trust me, you will love this modem. It's the future of the internet. So, but as I look at your title and I see that, one, one, two places that I will focus on, Clubhouse, which you are here, and then LinkedIn. Right now, guys, LinkedIn is the sleeping giant. LinkedIn is about to come up with a lot of features very soon. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, by them launching a LinkedIn creator fund to start giving all of you guys here money just to start doing things there more often. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm calling there for the last couple of weeks. And at any time, I, I can see that happening, LinkedIn creating. So I will focus on those two. And this is specifically to you, Jason, just by looking at the first opening line on your bio and that, so that's what i would spend most of my time for the rest of 2021 uh here and uh, linkedin my brother and i would do a lot of video content there and then audio content here and you can even do audio clips that as well i can see that taking over that as well so great question yeah really appreciate that love the stories and you know all the advice you've provided today so yeah really appreciate the help hey thank carlos you. brother you are awesome my dude thank you so so much for coming in here and dropping so many gems, sharing so much knowledge with this audience, and um, you know, really bringing a champion to breakfast with champions. I love it, brother. We are closing here, but I want to pass the mic to you for one uh, closing statement before I pass it over to the next speaker. No, I appreciate it, Alexander. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate every person here asking questions, and I uh, stayed with us here the entire time. I see the whole room over here. It's been steady. As, um, as I've been here talking. So I love that, that you guys are enjoying it. And here's what I will leave you guys with. Uh, don't stop and never give up on yourself. And don't, don't never let, you know, somebody else's opinion, it, it, you know, it doesn't, it's none of our business. People will try to shut you down. You're going to grow over here on this platform or LinkedIn or whichever platform you choose. They will get jealous of you. That will be hate. Trust me, you know, I've been in this speaking game for a very long time. I hear things even from the, from the big guys in the top. They don't like to see the newcomers coming in and, and, and taking over. So keep going. Always making sure that every single thing that you do is about the mission, never the commission. They will forget about, it's not about you or your products. Most people out there, they don't care. They'll forget about your frameworks and the things that you teach, but they will never forget your stories. They'll never forget how you make them feel. Start, become, be very, very focused and strategic on how you tell your stories how you say things from now on, how you put content out there and focus constantly on adding value. Every time that you go on a stage, don't focus on getting a client, whether you're speaking here or you're speaking on an actual stage. Focus on separating all your expectations for appreciation and being a person of value, giving way more than anybody else. Because my father, before he passed away and he would come from work and instead of going straight home, many times what he would do he actually will go to the dumpsters in town, to the trash areas, because he knew people couldn't afford their babies. They would dump their babies in the dumpsters, in the trash areas. 
and he will pick those kids up and he will take them to shelters and to churches and he will father them. He will teach them martial arts. He will read them books. He will educate them. And then he would go and hire all the local business owners in town and ask them, you're going through some difficulties, follow me. And they will trust him. And they will go pick up more children. And that's what I'm asking you. Just to keep it going. Don't give up on yourself. Know that someone out there has worse than you. Because life is all about the mission. Never the commission. And the days that breaks you are truly the days that makes you. My name is Carlos Cicada. They know me as Carlos Inspire. Keep showing up, beautiful people. God bless all of you. Ooh, Carlos. Amen. Yes, brother, that was powerful, dude. Thank you so much for coming Great on here. Great share. Great share, with, Carlos. Yeah, God bless you. So good. So good. Uh, 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 not sure who that Thank was. You. Loved it. Thank you so much, everyone, for please unmute him love. Yes, give love. Love oh, you, Carlos. Carlos, we love you. Thank you so much. Great content. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.